Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. So glad that you have joined me. They want to kill him because they can't stop him. The left is really enraged with Trump and all evil regimes do the exact same thing in the exact same way, through the exact same steps throughout all of world history. And we're seeing the evil regime in America, the most evil people in America, acting like evil people have acted throughout world history in many other nations or currently in current evil nations. They're not going to be any different. They are the same as the evil people who came before them, so it's not hard to predict that they will want to kill Donald Trump. This isn't an outrageous prediction. In fact, when Donald Trump, I said it way before anyone, I said it when Donald Trump said he was running again, because I said, I don't want you to run Donald Trump because A, they're going to cheat, lie, steal, do whatever, try to throw you into prison, and they're not going to let you in. And even if you were to somehow get close to winning where they feel like they can't stop you, they will try to kill you. And therefore, uh, for Donald Trump's sake, I didn't want him to run because I don't think America can be saved. Think about it. Even if Donald Trump gets in, the entire government has to be basically gutted. It's all corrupt from top to bottom. Drain the swamp, you'd have to drain all of Washington, D.C., and it's never going to happen. But secondly, they're not going to allow it to happen. I said when they stole the election, I told everyone right away, I've never seen an, a blatant stealing of an election. Like if you saw in a foreign country, you said, oh my gosh, it's so obvious that country just got overthrown, their elections were overthrown. I've never seen that regime that did the overthrow come out of power willingly ever again. Hand over power. Like there's another election that comes and they're like, oh, we lost. That never happens. The only way they come out of power is through utter complete destruction of their own administration. That's the only way. Or a foreign enemy takes them out in a war or something. Otherwise, they don't come out of power. And I was trying to explain this to people if they don't want to understand it. What happened to America when the, when the government allowed it, but uh, your government was overthrown, basically, by the communists, and most of the evil far lefties are working in D.C. anyways. When that occurred... They're never going to let go of that power now. They've exposed themselves. They had to steal it so blatantly. They don't care about your votes. Do you, do you think the Democrats run around in any of the decisions that they're making, thinking about how to affect votes? They can't indict Donald Trump because that will make the people like Donald Trump even more. They don't care. They don't need your votes. Voting doesn't matter anymore. But people d could not come to this conclusion. They refuse to come to this conclusion. So for those reasons, I said, Trump, it doesn't matter. You running again. America is heading for judgment and destruction. And you say, Ben, you're so hopeless. You're saying there's no hope whatsoever. No, I have laid it out several times. And I have to remind you because some of you forget. 
There actually is a way to save America. There actually is a way that our founding fathers set it up. And it's really, really simple. Governors in Republican states have to have the courage to say, and they can do this in one day, they have this power, but they will never do it because they're all wimps. They have to say the FBI, that's the first thing you have to do, to say the FBI cannot function in my state anymore. I do not give permission for the FBI to function in my state anymore. The FBI has to have permission to function in these states. You kick the FBI out of your state and say any cases that you're working on your state, you hand it off to our local enforcement. Our state authorities will handle it. You're not going to persecute my citizens in my state. And if just a handful of governors in Republican states stood up to the federal government, and kicked the FBI out and said that the, that the federal government is out of control and that they're going to run their state the way they need to run their state because the federal government's out of control, the federal government would then threaten their funding. Everybody knows that. This is why the governors are too wimpy to do it. Then you get no government funding. You can't. And, and of course, there would be a lot more that would be going on in the war, war of words and stuff. But the, the governor could take executive action and kick the FBI out of their states. This is, this is how you save America. This is the only way to save America. No one even hints of doing this, folks. That's why I'm telling you America's heading for the destruction. Because I know how to save it, and it isn't going to happen because they're not, the states aren't going to stand up. So when the states stand up and they threaten the funding, then the states can turn around and say, we're not giving you our tax revenue from our state. We're going to keep it all then, and we will fund our government like we're supposed to, with our own funding, and we're not even supposed to be getting your federal funds anyways. And we're going to do it the way the Founding Fathers set it up in the first place. That states have rights, and what binds us is the Constitution, as long as we're not violating constitutional law. Everything else, in regards to the federal government, you have no authority or no power or nothing. So long as we follow the Constitution, everything else, the state has the power to do what it wants. Now that's so don't say, oh, but you don't ever offer the ability. I've offered it. It is pitiful how nobody, nobody says what I'm saying. I have not heard a single person, not one conservative commentator say, this is how you save America. I've thrown it out there. I've sent it to conservative hosts. They probably didn't watch the show or listen, so they don't know what I'm actually saying. They probably just glance. They don't really pay attention. But it doesn't spread. And I look at it and say, okay, Lord, they're not going to do what it takes. You cannot save the federal government from the federal government itself. You're not going to take Donald Trump, put him in the corrupt federal government, and then think the federal government's going to fix itself and prosecute itself, and the DOJ is going to start prosecuting the criminals in the FBI, and the FBI is going to be going after the criminals in all the different departments in our government and all the corruption, you really think they're going to all of a sudden crack down on each other? No, they can't possibly. States have to take their power away. So there, there's a solution. Now, with all that said, it's never going to happen. It should happen, but it's not, and it's, it's getting too late. America's destruction draws closer and closer. And... I don't think America makes it to the 2024 election, to be honest with you. I really don't. Now, I could be wrong. I'm terrible at setting dates because I always anticipate. 
But to me, this fall is the most dangerous period of time for America in the history of all of America. It feels like either a surprise attack is going to happen or God is going to come in and remove his children and chaos will ensue. But something it feels like is going to happen this fall. Even if Jesus doesn't return, it feels like a surprise attack is right on the horizon to end America. So, so all this at the end of 2020, you're really talking about almost 2025. I don't, I'm not sure we make it there, folks. The judgment of America is coming. The governors didn't stand up. They're not going to stand up. So going forward, Trump is going to continue to do what he's doing. God's going to allow him to do what he's doing because Trump is exposing and has exposed how evil America is. Before Donald Trump ran, you did not think America was this evil. You knew it was corrupt, but you didn't think it was this evil. Since Donald Trump became president and since they've all had the evil snakes have popped their heads up, every day that goes by, we learn something more. I, I think there's like no more you can learn. How much more evil can we learn? We're the number one child traffickers. We're the number one slave traffickers, human traffickers in the world. We're the number one people spreading abortion throughout the world in our ideas. We're the number one country that spreads homosexuality and sexual immorality throughout the entire world. We're pure evil. But we have a whole bunch of good Christians at the same time. You have the best of the best living in America with the worst of the worst. And that's what Donald Trump has showed. The best of the best and the worst of the worst. But the problem is the best of the best is at the most 20%. We are outnumbered by like 80% of the population. Therefore, God's judgment is coming. And Donald Trump could get killed. And he could get killed way, way, way before, like, there would be an election in 2024. Who knows? They could come after him tomorrow. They know that they have no real court cases. They know their cases are a bunch of crap and won't hold any water. They know that. They, they thought, I don't know why they would think this, I think they really did think like people would separate and think, wow, if with all these indictments, Trump really must be a criminal. He really must like his own base was going to leave him. But all it's done is drawn more people to him, not just his base. It has taken people who are not even Trump supporters and made them Trump supporters. It's, it's done the opposite effect of any intent that they had. Therefore, the next conclusion is they will try to kill Trump. Now, here's the scary thing. I could say this and you say, Ben, you're over the top. You, you, you always are going to the extreme about these things, except for whenever I go to these extremes, it plays out. But it's not me. It's, it's in, there's a spiritual thing or something going on. Others are saying it. And I want you to see first, and Donald Trump himself was asked by Tucker Carlson whether he thinks he's going to be killed. I have that for you, too. 
First, Grant Stinchfield wondering, is President Trump in danger? And of course, of course he is. You're dealing with the evil communist communists who have overthrown our country. What do communists do? They kill their political opponents. Is Donald Trump a political opponent that is trying to stop the communists in America? Yes. Therefore, yes, his life is in danger. Take a listen. It makes me sad to think that this is a real possibility. The Secret Service needs to be listening to me today. If ever were there was a day to listen to me, you need to step up your security of President Trump. It's not just me that thinks like this. My friend Bernard Carrick, the former commissioner of the New York Police Department, he made this warning a few months ago. Watch. Right before he got elected, I was in Washington, D.C. I was at a couple different social events, and I heard people talking. They said the Democrats want this guy so bad that they wouldn't put assassination behind it. And, and I'm going to tell you something. Mm-hmm. They've tried impeachment. They've tried another impeachment. They've tried one investigation after another. This is about one thing. This is about stopping him from running in 2024. I believe, sadly, Bernard Carrick's right. That's a man with years upon years, decades of law enforcement experience, and he's concerned about this very thing. I don't know what it is, but the feeling inside me tells me that they are ramping up their attacks against President Trump, and I believe those attacks will soon become physical if the Secret Service is not on its game. So, as I said, you had FBI agents that were going after President Trump, literally using their job and weaponizing the agency to go after him. So, Dan Bongino is a former Secret Service agent. He's been a great voice for President Trump and freedom in this country. And to think he, too, is worried about President Trump's safety. Having protected both Democrats and Republicans, protectees and presidents, right? I'm telling you, this guy's in real danger. It scares me to talk about this, but here's why. His threat level right now has to be through the roof. It has to be. I've done this a long time. I spent over 10 years there. His threat level has to be through the roof. I I can't imagine that... If you put, would have matrixed it out and put like rated a one to 10, that Trump isn't at a level 10. So it's not a coincidence that I use Bernard Carrick, the former commissioner of the New York Police Department, and I use Dan Bongino, a former Secret Service agent, two guys that I would call friends of mine, two guys that I have great respect for. So it's not just me saying this. So you see that there are other very smart people who believe this could be the case. It's not just it could be the case. It is the case. He's in danger. They will try to kill him at some point in time. If America isn't destroyed before all of that were to occur, the longer it goes, the more that will be the case. How do I know for sure? Well, let's, let me ask you, who are you dealing with? You're dealing with people who have no problem murdering innocent little babies in the womb knowing it's an innocent baby, and will lie to women straight to their face and tell them it's not even a baby. They will also take the body parts of that baby and sell the body parts for scientific experiments. That's who you're dealing with. Those are the people you're dealing with. You're dealing with the people that will openly, knowingly open up the border, knowing that children 
are being trafficked to be raped over and over and over again. And for their own political agenda, they will allow the children to be raped over and over and over again. So then you have to assume maybe these are the people who are also doing the raping of the little children. Uh, any of these Democrats that are for open borders, I should just start assuming you might be some sort of child molester. Because why are you why are you okay with children being raped over and over and over again? Why are you pushing so that more children can come into the country to be raped over and over and over again? Unless you are a client of these people who go and rape the children. Why shouldn't I assume that's how sick you are in your heart? Because that's what you're telling me. That's what your heart is saying. And even if you're not a child rapist, you don't care. You don't care that the children are being raped. Folks, that's who your federal government is. Those people that murder little babies and allow child trafficking into America for political agendas are the vast majority of people holding office or a job in Washington, D.C. 95% of the people in there have those beliefs of allowing children to be murdered in the womb and that open borders and child trafficking is just fine with them. But they would draw the line at killing a person that they hate more than anybody in the entire world. They'll kill an innocent baby that did nothing to them, but they would never kill the guy they hate so much to where they have Trump derangement syndrome, where they brainwash themselves to think that Donald Trump is Adolf Hitler. They would draw, but they would never cross that line. Then you're crazy. These are wonderful people. They would never do that. Folks are communists. You name me any communist country, any country that was overthrown by a communist party where they didn't kill their political opponents. They always kill their political opponents. Most of the time in secret. But sometimes they do it in the open. If it's a super strong political leader, they'll do it in the open to send a message. Most of the time, they just grab their political opponents in the middle of the night and the people just disappear. Every communist regime does it, and you have communists running your country right now. So there is no leap. They are the same people in their heart because they're godless. They're godless people. Even if they proclaim they believe in a God, they're lying through their teeth. They, their life shows that they don't think they'll ever stand before God for anything that they do. And they worship at the altar of money. Money is their God and nothing else. And they will do anything for it. Now, Donald Trump was asked, and it's amazing, he doesn't, he answers the question, but barely. But I'm glad Tucker asks it. Tucker asked Donald Trump if he's worried about them killing Donald Trump. I'm looking at the trajectory since 2015 when you got into politics, yeah. you know, for real, and then won, uh, there, it started with protests against you, massive protests, right. organized protests by the left, and then it moved to impeachment twice, right. and now indictment. I mean, the next stage is, is violence. Is, are you worried that they're going to try and kill you? Why wouldn't they try and kill you, honestly? Uh, they're savage animals. They are people that are sick, really sick. You have great people in the Democrat 
party. You have great people that are Democrats. Most yeah. of the people in our country are fantastic, and I'm representing everybody. I'm not just Republicans or conservatives. Right. I represent everybody. I'm the president of everybody. But I've seen what they do. I've seen the lengths that they go to. When they make up the Russia, 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 when that's exposed and they go down and Barr should have gone after them and other people should have gone after. And they did very late because the Durham report came out. It was fairly good. It could have been a lot tougher, I guess, but it was fairly good. But it explained how corrupt it was. Uh, I'll tell you who did a great job was the Inspector General Horowitz. He did a phenomenal report. You didn't have to go to Durham. He did it on Comey and on, I guess, McCabe and some others. And it was a vicious, it was basically a true report how bad they are. But these people are sick people. These are people that uh, I think they hate our country. You want to know the truth. When you see open borders, when you see these policies that they have and so many other things, it's so sad to see. You know, we have a country that's very fragile right now. I've never seen. I, I will say, look, uh, I ran in 16, which was 15, but I ran in 16, election in 16. And there was tremendous spirit. Uh, in 20, there was even more spirit. We got many millions of, we got millions and millions more votes. You know, it wasn't even a contest. People said, well, what'd you think of 20? I said, we did much better. We did. Yeah. You get the point though. And he goes off into other stuff and he's saying they're, they're very sick people. He knows that they're so sick and they, they hate this country that they can even go to the point where they would kill him. And here's the thing. You have to ask yourself, oh, why do they hate America so much? It, this has to be spiritual, folks. I believe America is full of demonic activity. And if you don't have Jesus Christ in your heart, for some reason, these people are so demonically influenced. Money, the demons have got them blind with money that they will go to their own destruction. And it's so obvious they're going to destroy themselves, destroy their own country destroying themselves and they still go straight for it they know donald trump's good and they know they're evil and they still go straight for their evil past they know they lie and they know we tell the truth and they still do it that is demonic the question is how many of these people are demon possessed and they don't even know it that's a real question jesus is the way the truth and the life and no man comes to the Father except through him. What you need to do is repent and get right with God because our governors are not doing what it takes. The states have to stand up to an out-of-control federal government. That's how you save America. Not by elections into the federal government. The states have to stand up and they're not going to. Therefore, America is going to destruction. Get right with God. I love you guys. See ya! Hey guys, don't forget to subscribe to my dad's channel. It's free and to stay informed. Now that's a win-win. See ya! This mugshot is not a symbol of Trump's corruption. It's a symbol of the corruption of Trump's enemies. The mugshot heard round the world. Mr. Reagan.
When we were young, we were all introduced to this image. This is a kind of visual pun. It didn't really tell you much about yourself, but it did illustrate the phenomenon of subjective perspective. Some people would see an old witch. Others would see a beautiful young woman. Later in life, we were introduced to the blue and black dress, or was it the white and gold dress? More recently came the Yanni or Laurel audio phenomenon. Laurel. 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 And now we've got this photo. Some people who see this photo believe that they see a crook, they see a criminal, they see the face of evil. But for a lot of us, we see a hero, a freedom fighter, a political prisoner. We see the face of hope. For some, this is the most wanted man in America because they want him to go to prison. For others, this is the most wanted man in America because they want him to be president. Now, unlike the visual illusion about the old lady and the young woman, the Trump image does tell you something about yourself. It tells you whether or not you are easily manipulated by corrupt politicians, whether you are gullible, whether the deep state can coerce you into believing whatever they want, or it can tell you if you are an independent-minded person, if you think for yourself, if you can see the corruption that is obvious right in front of your face. I suppose in many ways this photo is a test that can tell you whether or not you have common sense. The funny thing is that this photograph of Donald Trump, which has been manifested through the corrupt actions of Democrats, well, it has done more for Donald Trump's image than anything he could have produced for himself. Donald Trump has overnight gone from an outrageously popular presidential candidate to a folk hero. The memes have come fast and furious. Now I'm going to read some of those memes to you, and I'm going to give you my thoughts on this historic mugshot. Now, the first image I want you to look at here is Trump's own tweet. Now, this is his first ever tweet since he was banned from Twitter and since he started his own company, Truth Social. He's written, election interference, never surrender. This is fantastic. Everybody retweeted this. It's been viewed 250 million times. It's got 364,000 reposts, 1.6 million likes. Elon Musk commented on this post. He wrote approximately 10 million views per hour of this image. This is in the first day after it was posted. Just unbelievable. Now take careful note of what Donald Trump is wearing here. Donald Trump is wearing red, white, and blue. Donald Trump knew exactly what he was doing when he got dressed that morning. I do think Donald Trump was making a statement. He was sending a message. By wearing red, white, and blue, Donald Trump was saying, I am a patriot. And he was saying, I am standing defiant against corrupt Washington, D.C. And that's, of course, why we love him. The Babylon Bee tweeted, Breaking! Trump indicted again for looking too stunningly handsome in mugshot. <laughs> ben Garrison, of course, made a cartoon, as he always does. This is Democrats screaming at any possible mugshot that Donald Trump could have taken. And I love this. He's smiling. He's not taking the charge seriously. He looks bored. This is an insult to our democracy. He looks smug. He thinks he's getting away with his crimes. He's a thug. He's threatening us. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true, they would have criticized any expression that Trump would have made in his mugshot. That's how Democrats are. Carl Benjamin, Sargon of Akkad, he posted retribution with, of course, the uh, glowing red eyes ready for retribution. Somebody, I don't know who did this, but somebody posted a full body Donald Trump mugshot. <laughs> of course, this is not real. This is Photoshop. But what a brilliant Photoshop job. Whoever did this is great. But I, th I just thought that was pretty funny. 
And somebody named Machiavelli Memes uh, created a created a meme, Donald Trump as the most interesting man in the world. And he's written here, he doesn't always get a mugshot, but when he does, you better watch out. Stay angry, my friends. <laughs> I love that. I think that's great. I don't know who made this one either, but somebody posted uh, the mugshot that America deserves. And I agree 100%. This is the mugshot America actually deserves. Carrie Lake posted a mugshot of her own. She writes, lots of fake mugshots out there right now. This is real. <laughs> and then, of course, there is my personal favorite, my own clever little creation, America's Most Wanted. Because, of course, Trump's the most wanted president in my lifetime desperately wanted and desperately needed. If you want to buy one of these t-shirts or a coffee mug, the link is in the description below. And yes, this little black and white vector style art is my own design. And honestly, I think these are the coolest designs around. I mean, I'm obviously biased, but I mean, I just love these. So buy a t-shirt, buy a mug, buy 20, buy 20 mugs, buy 20 t-shirts. All right, now let's get serious. I want to talk a little bit about the real ramifications of this mugshot. What does it really mean? We joke about it. We even celebrate it as a kind of sign of Trump's defiance against the corrupt establishment. But this is a truly dangerous time in America. A Republican president has been unjustly targeted for imprisonment by the Democrat Party simply because they don't want him to be president again. We have officially crossed the line from a country with some corruption in its government to a corrupt country. That is, our government has now become fully corrupt. Look, you can have a functioning, stable capitalist democracy with some corruption in the government. You cannot have a functioning, sustainable capitalist democracy with a fully corrupt government. And when they decided to falsely charge Donald Trump with crimes in order to stop him from running for president again, they crossed the line and fully accepted corruption as the standard operating procedure for our federal government. Now, it isn't clear to me when this decision was made. Perhaps it was back in November of 2016 when Trump was first elected president. But it wasn't until they filed false criminal charges against Donald Trump that this corruption was fully realized. And this is why the mugshot is so iconic. You see, this mugshot is not a symbol of Trump's corruption. It's a symbol of the corruption of Trump's enemies. You know, I've known a lot of people over the years who do not like Trump. Some of these people are Democrats. Others are Republicans that just don't like Donald Trump. They don't like the way he speaks. They don't like his brusque attitude. They don't like his egotism. They think that he exaggerates the number of people at his rallies and cheats in golf. They are convinced that these insignificant character flaws are an indication that he is pure evil. Others I know have criticized Donald Trump for more significant things. He's not a devout Christian. He does not go to church. He's been divorced and cheated on his wives. Many people are irritated about his efforts to expedite the development and distribution of the COVID vaccines. And some people deride his failure to entirely eradicate the deep state when he was president. Frankly, I find all of these criticisms absurd. Sure, the guy lacks humility, but he's a freaking billionaire. He's probably the most famous New York socialite in history. He went on to star in one of the most successful reality shows of all time. And then he became one of the most successful presidents of all time. If the guy lacks a little humility... Honestly, I can kind of understand. If there's anybody in the world that deserves to be an egotist, probably Donald Trump. Look, this man sees a problem, he develops a plan to fix the problem, and then he goes and he does it. And these aren't little problems. These are national crises, international crises. Ronald Reagan was elected president five days before my first birthday. I was nine years old when he left office. I remember when Ronald Reagan's our president. I remember Bush, Clinton, Bush Jr., Barack Obama, Trump, and now Joe Biden. And look, I remember 
all of the presidents discussing problems around the world and problems here at home. And I remember them talking about what should be done to fix these problems. But I can never remember a president who looked at all these kinds of problems, presented solutions to the American people, and then executed those solutions in a way that was utterly and entirely effective in a way that Donald Trump has done throughout his presidency. No other president has been as effective as Donald J. Trump. Do you remember when Trump was running for president in 2016? He said that he was going to bring manufacturing jobs back to America. And Barack Obama said, well, how's he going to do that? What magic wand does he have? Some of those jobs of the past are just not going to come back. And when somebody says, like the person you just mentioned, who I'm not going to advertise for, that he's going to bring all these jobs back. Well, how exactly are you going to do that? What are you going to do? There's, the, there's no answer to it. He just says, well, I'm going, I'm going to negotiate a better deal. Well, how, what, how exactly are you going to negotiate that? What magic wand do you have? And usually the answer is he doesn't have an answer. And then Donald Trump got into office and he immediately did it. Under President Trump, more jobs created professional business services, but still both very strong in that regard. A big difference here is in manufacturing, relatively higher paying jobs, where President Trump has done 386,000 more jobs, or that's been done under his presidency, than under President Obama. Look, guys, before Donald Trump ran for president, we never had heard of the deep state. Almost all of the swamp draining that occurred after Trump got elected occurred because the establishment was desperately trying to get rid of Donald Trump. The ripple effect of those attacks against Donald Trump are still reverberating today. We are discovering more and more corruption in D.C. And although there's not much we can do about it right now because we don't have control of the government, there will be a time when we can do something. But there's only one man that can shake up D.C. in the way that Donald Trump did back when he was president. And that man is Donald Trump. And we know this because of the various show trials that are going on right now in America, the kangaroo courts that have been set up to corruptly convict Donald Trump of crimes that he has not committed. We know that the deep state is acting in a way that is now very openly corrupt, all because they are so terrified of Donald Trump. They are not conducting show trials of DeSantis. They're not conducting show trials of Vivek Ramaswamy. They're not conducting show trials of any of the other candidates because they are not afraid of any of the other candidates. I believe that the establishment in D.C., the deep state, the swamp, corrupt, permanent Washington, I believe that they are the most serious threat to America that we have ever known. The corrupt bureaucrats in D.C., their friends on Wall Street, their friends in the military industrial complex, along with the politicized intelligence agencies, every Democrat politician, as well as compromised Republicans and rhinos, these people will destroy America if they are not completely eradicated. And whatever you think of Donald Trump, the fact that they're afraid of him tells you everything you need to know. The fact that they are willing to put him through these show trials and even have him submit to a mugshot, these are clear signs of desperation. They are terrified of Donald Trump. And that means that Donald Trump is the one man that every American must support. Because whoever the bad guys are truly afraid of, that's the guy we need on our side. And that guy is Donald Trump. The great thing is that most Americans seem to know this. Democrats hoped that by forcing Donald Trump to submit to the humiliation of a mugshot, that this would create a striking visual illustration of Donald Trump's criminality. They hoped that Americans would see this and that they would be so disgusted by Donald Trump that he would lose all support. But of course, they could not dismiss the possibility that it would turn Trump into a martyr. And that's exactly what it did. As I said before, Donald Trump has been turned into something far more potent than a martyr. 
he's been turned into a folk hero. On Twitter, people have likened Donald Trump's mugshot to that of Martin Luther King Jr. Democrats have, of course, scoffed at this comparison, but that is what they've turned Trump into. They've turned him into Martin Luther King Jr. They've turned him into a legend, and perhaps in a far more significant way than they ever guessed possible. But none of this may matter, because I don't think making Trump look bad was ever really the point. Because even though I think that the Democrats hoped that the public would hate Trump for being printed and processed, his mugshot taken, even though I think that they hoped that this would tarnish him in some way, I think that they were always aware that this could backfire. They were always aware that this could bolster Trump, martyr him. And yet they did it anyway. Why? Because Trump's brand, Trump's image, Trump's reputation, none of that really matters. As I mentioned in a previous video, the Democrat plan to steal 2024, I think that the Democrat plan is really just to stop Trump running at all. And sure, he can campaign all he wants. They can't stop him from doing that. He can try to get people to want to vote for him. But I think the Democrat plan is to keep Donald Trump off the ballots in 2024. Republican states will all keep him on the ballot, of course, but Democrats could take him off the ballots in the states that they control, and they control all of the swing states. If Democrats can convince the Democrat secretaries of state in all the swing states, Donald Trump cannot win. It's mathematically impossible. Democrats will have effectively stolen 2024. And so again, it doesn't really matter if Trump is martyred. And if I'm right, the mugshot simply becomes a distraction. And so it's important that we keep our attention on what's really important. We must make sure that Trump stays on the ballots in all 50 states, no matter what justification the left tries to make. And it's not just me predicting this. It's finally been noticed by Jonathan Turley, Tim Poole, and Charlie Kirk. Other people are coming around to my theory. Some of you guys actually wrote me suggesting that these folks saw my video, and that's why they realized all this. But I don't think so. I think they came to this conclusion independently. And that's the great thing about being a conservative. We don't need to coordinate our messaging with all the news organizations and social media influencers. We end up coordinating our messaging naturally because we all accept reality. We look at things objectively and we analyze things honestly. When multiple people who accept reality look at what's going on objectively and they analyze it honestly, they're most likely going to draw the same conclusions. And that, I think, is what's going on here. Everyone will soon come to realize what Democrats are planning. I just hope it's not too late. Okay, now everybody has to go buy one of my t-shirts or mugs or hats or 20 of them because Trump, after all, is America's most wanted. And remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just they know so much that is not so. Good night. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. And this idea that government is beholden to the people, that it has no other source of power except the sovereign people, is still the newest and the most unique idea in all the long history of man's relation to man.